just like summer, the tent sale at the New Lloyd Mr. Nissan has been extended. If it's parked under the big tent at the New Lloyd Mr. Nissan, it's priced at or below cost. Trucks, gas-saving cars, great family SUVs. Plus, spin the big wheel with your purchase to win big prizes like TVs, trips, and gas cards, and more. The leaves aren't coming down yet, so neither is the tent. The tent sale has been extended at the New Lloyd Mr. Nissan. The new Lloyd Mr. Nissan. We won't sell you a car, we'll help you buy one. How can you help support the oil and gas industry and jobs in Western Canada? The answer is closer than you think. Sell your scrap metals to PWM Steel. PWM sells scrap iron to Evraz, located in Regina. Evraz's number one customer is the energy sector, building pipes and plates for the oil and gas industry. PWM Steel is your locally owned metal recycler and steel service center in the area. Plus, they're a strong supporter of the community. PWM Steel, your top steel supplier for Alberta and Saskatchewan for 40 years. Hi, I'm Jeremy Wagner, General Manager of the new Lloydminster Nissan. You're probably wondering and some have asked, why is it still the new Lloydminster Nissan? Quite simply, we're excited to bring things forward that we consider new to a car dealership. We're proud to support the community through a one-of-a-kind live broadcast with Kurt Price that focuses on events, people, and issues that concern our community. We're proud to work with other businesses to promote local agriculture, our heavy oil industry, and entrepreneurs. We give back to the community through sponsorships and our employees are encouraged to and excited to volunteer and help in the community. We're the proud new sponsors of the CPCA's Chuck Wagon Finals and the CPCA Pro Tour. And of course, we're always excited for our lineup of new Nissan vehicles with great new features. And our new to you lineup is just as impressive. We're proud to be the new Lloydminster Nissan. We'll keep looking for new ways to help our customers in our community and very soon announce plans for our new location. At the new Lloydminster Nissan, we won't sell you a car, we'll help you buy one. We're lucky enough on Patchwork to get a couple of minutes here with uh, Mr. Scott Moe, who was in the Battleford area today and toured uh, around with uh, Rob Morgan, President and CEO of Strathcona Resources. Uh, you got the invitation from Rob at the Heavy Oil Show? Yeah, actually, actually we've been talking to him even uh, previous to that uh, as to, you know, coming out and having a look at these resources. Now they've changed hands, obviously, uh, coming under, uh, you know, with the purchase of Strathcona. Um, you know, just an exciting day to see what is really some of the, uh, you know, world-leading innovation that's happening, you know, right here in this heavy oil play uh, is really, uh, you know, providing uh, answers and opportunities uh, for the rest of the world, but most certainly here uh, in the here and now, providing uh, the most sustainable energy that you can find on earth right here, uh, not too far to Lloydminster, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, we'll say Lloydminster, Saskatchewan. <laughs> Uh, Rob talked about it's one thing to for our politicians and the public to actually find out about some of this innovation. You got to see it today. What's it like when you see it firsthand? Well, it's incredible. There's absolutely no smell on the sites, any of the sites, and they actually walk you through, uh, you know, what they're doing, not only uh, from, you know, how they're incorporating, incorporating innovation to produce more oil, uh, but to really reduce uh, the, the emissions footprint um, and the environmental footprint as a whole of, uh, you know, of, of these production facilities and of the rail transload facilities. Uh, you know, we, we had uh, put out our annual uh, report on methane emissions in the industry here about a month ago. We're down 60% in this province. I'm um, down largely uh, due to the fact that plants like what we visited today aren't emitting any methane at all or virtually uh, no methane at all. And so, you know, innovation investment uh, most certainly is making a difference uh, for what was Serafina, now Strathcona, but making a difference in providing uh, opportunities and jobs today for people of this area of the province, um, but also securing those jobs into the future uh, by 
providing the most sustainable energy that you can access anywhere on earth. And so it's good for the folks that live in the area. It's good for the companies, ultimately good for our province and the nation. Um, and I would say it's a real big win uh, for the environment as well. You were asked at the Heavy Oil Show last week about um, oil companies um, helping themselves out a little bit. Uh, things like this go a long, long way to getting that message out about a 60% reduction. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in fact, at the site we visited today, it's likely 100% reduction of the methane emissions that are there. And, you know, this is the story that I, I think Canadians uh, as a whole need to understand. And that's on us as a provincial government and on us as an industry to, you know, ensure that we're, uh, you know, conversing with Canadians about what the energy industry is today versus what it was 10 years ago and 20 years ago, and it's markedly different, like agriculture, like mining. Um, and it's, uh, you know, we got a front row seat uh, to, to uh, you know, some of the world's leading uh, technology and innovation uh, in emissions reductions and environmental sustainable energy production. And, uh, you know, I was thankful for it, and I would encourage uh, everyone uh, in Canada just to do a little research about, uh, you know, what's happening in this part of the world, how it is providing uh, sustainable energy for all of us, uh, but really providing solutions. Uh, to uh, you know what the future looks like uh, when we require as, as we require energy for you know some time to come we're seeing um, no you mentioned this last week you said nobody wants to get uh, profit about a war that's happening right mm -hmm. now in Ukraine but has the war <clears throat> raised that awareness do you think it's raised awareness as to where you're getting your energy from from and putting a premium on it yes um, you know what we've seen happen in the European Union and and for the the world should be paying attention uh, for this as it's on full display for us to see is what happens when you do not prioritize your energy security as a nation or as a group of nations we have uh, you know the European Union that has been busy uh, and active in pushing uh, their emissions profiles out of their the borders of their country and of their conglomerate of countries. Uh, in doing so, they've turned around and just very quietly purchased that energy from Russia. Uh, you know, a third of the European Union coal, oil, and gas comes from Russia. Has for some period of time has pre has put them in a situation of great energy insecurity um, by not prioritizing uh, where they're purchasing their energy from. And you know, most certainly, I think uh, the the lesson we can all take from this is it certainly does matter where you buy your energy from. It certainly does matter where you buy your natural resources from. And we would put forward that you should buy them from uh, the province of Saskatchewan and the nation of Canada. Uh, they are competitively priced, they're of the highest quality, and they're the most sustainable, ultimately, that you can buy anywhere in the world. And this province isn't going to uh, declare war on anybody uh, anytime soon. We want to have uh, long-term trading relationships, do right by the environment, do right by the people in this province, and ultimately do right by the people in our nation. How's the relationship with Strathcona Resources and tours like you had today allow you to take this information does it help to take this information when you're speaking to the federal government absolutely um, you know and I would encourage folks in the federal government to take a tour just like we did today um, and to really see um, you know how the innovation uh, is being uh, incorporated into the production of uh, some of the most sustainable energy that you can find anywhere on earth uh, you know uh, Serafina now Strathcona uh, most certainly is at, at the forefront of this it's going to provide I think additional production opportunities in this area as you know uh, in this province we have a target to increase oil production that's rare in Canada and mm -hmm. rare in North America uh, that's our target as a province and, and we firmly believe that uh, as, as uh, you know that investment is made to bring additional 
uh, barrels of production on on stream it's going to happen with using this type of innovation and ultimately uh, you know provide uh, you know for everyone provide us with energy security but also do so uh, as, as environmentally sustainable as we po as we possibly can and so thanks uh, to Strathcona uh, for uh, their faith in this province their faith in this industry their investment uh, in innovation I would encourage uh, you know our federal uh, counterparts our federal government to have a look uh, at, inquire about a, a tour um, to this facility and I would encourage other Canadians and I will be telling them about what we are doing uh, right here in Saskatchewan how we are leading uh, the world on the innovation front but leading the world with sustainable production of energy resources and you know it's, it's exciting time and it was uh, for me a, just a tremendously informative day. Uh, I made a joke last week about uh, you being the most popular guy in the room because you're giving everybody $500. You made quite a few jokes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you didn't say they were good jokes <laughs> but, good. <laughs> but uh, uh, you talked a little bit about this earlier and about that money the, the resources belonging to the citizens of Saskatchewan. Can you talk just a little bit more about, and maybe expand on that a little yeah. bit more? Because so, so, this, this money wouldn't be happening without the price of oil being where it is, right? No, it, it couldn't be. I suppose you could loan it, but we're not, we're not a government that would be looking to, to loan money uh, to, to, to provide it out uh, in that manner as some other uh, provincial governments may. Uh, ultimately, uh, in this province, we're faced with the very same inflationary pressures that um, all Canadians and North Americans and people around the globe are faced with. We're, um, that is a challenge at, at the family level and the family household level. It's a challenge for me and, and many others. Um, what we have uh, as a province are the natural resources that um, are also up in price and we uh, do have uh, the benefits of jobs in our community, strong uh, investment uh, flowing into uh, those natural resource industries, creating additional construction jobs, con creating additional operational jobs um, and it is improving the bottom line uh, of, the, of the, provincial, uh, the provincial finances. And so as we, uh, you know, walk through the conversation of what should we do, should we be able to balance the budget this year, and what should we do if we uh, did experience a surplus provincially this year, you know, prior, and I, I'd said this in the lead up to our announcement, our, our paramount concern is is to pay down some of the deficit, uh, some of the debt that we had accumulated uh, through the pandemic over the course of the last two years, but also to try to offset. Um, some of these inflationary pressures uh, for Saskatchewan families. Uh, all Saskatchewan um, families, individuals, are the are shareholders in the natural resources, and so we thought the fairest way uh, to provide um, a portion of that surplus out was just simply through a, a $500 affordability tax credit uh, to everyone over the age of 18. Um, is it perfect? No. Is it quick uh, and, and efficiently get those dollars out? Yes. And I know there's a number of, uh, you know, young families uh, with with children that may, uh, you know, be in an extracurricular sport, hockey or what that might be, and this might pay, uh, you know, those dues uh, that, are, that are there, it might, uh, you know, buy a few extra tanks of fuel for uh, taking, uh, you know, those kids around, and, and we hope it, uh, it helps. It isn't going to solve the, the, the affordability challenges that we, we have and, and that I think most notably are hitting, um, you know, our young families, um, but, it, but it's, it's something that will help, and they are the owner of the resource, and, uh, and ultimately uh, they're going to receive the check. Well, you mentioned young families, but it helps seniors on fixed incomes yeah. as well. Um, Just one other point on that. Yep. It wouldn't be here without uh, the, developing the natural resources uh, that we have, whether it be potash, uranium, whether it be energy. If we're not going to develop uh, these, national these natural resources uh, that we have, create those jobs, create that opportunity, attract that investment, uh, there, is no, there is no ability to provide an affordability tax credit for mm -hmm. our families in this province. And so it's, it's very much uh, related to a, a healthy economy 
economy um, and growing that healthy economy. It's, it's, it's what we've been talking about for months now. Uh, you know, this is growth that works for everyone. And we want to continue to make decisions as a government about growing that economy so that we can utilize that growth um, for everyone in this province. Uh, Rob Morgan was very complimentary when it came to his relationship with the Saskatchewan government, uh, but obviously it uh, goes back the other way as well. Uh, the Saskatchewan government, at the downturn of uh, oil, made a point of calling oil companies and asking if there was anything that they could uh, do. Why is it so important for an industry that many would look at and say, oh, it'll bounce back. It'll bounce back on its own. We don't really, like, it always bounces back. But you guys went out of your way to say, is there anything the Saskatchewan government can do? Why'd you do that? Well, we had a challenging uh, couple of years in this province, uh, across this nation, or across North America and around the world. And um, we didn't just do it in the oil industry. We had asked all ministers to reach out uh, to, to the folks that they represent, whether that be our energy uh, minister and resource minister. We did it at the mining industry level. We did it with agriculture. We did it with the tourism industry, our hoteliers, for example, our retailers. Um, what we wanted to do was to convene as many tables as, as possible so that we could hear feedback um, as, as the government as to, you know, know what what challenges we're facing and we wanted to hear that feedback as directly and as quickly as we could and uh, you know I had mentioned uh, we we had paid down a billion dollars of debt uh, with the, uh, the the surplus that we had announced at Q1 of our uh, financials this year. Um, we'd accumulated that and more over the course of the last two years in supporting our tourism industry and supporting our industries that, uh, you know, had fallen on tough times, not only uh, due to the pandemic, but also due to some of the, the market prices uh, that were out there. We saw negative oil prices here for a number of months. I mean, what type of an industry can produce a barrel of oil, go buy a Starbucks coffee and send that off with it to, mm -hmm. to balance the... Uh, um, the, the numbers and so you know there are people that are employed um, I'll come to the energy industry specifically there are uh, thousands tens of thousands of people that are employed by this industry directly many more indirectly uh, in the province uh, <clears throat> and we most <coughs> excuse me we most certainly through what was a very challenging time had made a number of decisions to uh, financially support uh, those families that are working in the energy industry and the tourism industry and other industries in the province, but also indirectly ensure that, you know, where we have hurdles in place that are that are essentially costing the industry money and costing potentially in tough times industries like this jobs, um, can we remove those hurdles? And so we, we work very closely with the energy industry and, and I just say thank you uh, to all of those uh, folks that were part of those conversations with our Minister of Energy, our Minister of Trade and Export, as well as other uh, levels of government. You made some references uh, in Lloydminster to uh, some announcements coming involving energy. Anything that you can tell us about now or, or, or maybe give us a timeline of when we'll, well, when we'll find out about those? You know, listen, I, I would just say uh, maybe a little bit of a repeat as to what uh, we talked about in Lloydminster. But, uh, you know, here in this province when it comes to energy, and in particular in, to, in, in this area of the province, we produce some of the most sustainable energy in the world. Um, when you look at the global average of um, the environmental footprint for uh, energy that's produced around the world, uh, energy from this area and this province are far below that. And so what we're doing is working very hard on, you know, how can we uh, ensure that those investments uh, can be monetized uh, by the companies, current and existing investments as well as future investments, and how can we, uh, you know, really uh, fit our narrative into uh, a sustainable Saskatchewan uh, narrative that, um, you know, whether you're buying energy from Saskatchewan, potash, uranium, uh, agri-food products, whatever it might be, 
Uh, it's actually uh, not only the highest quality, it's not only competitively priced, but it's the most sustainable that you can buy anywhere in the world. And we most certainly want to get that message across, not only to our customers, but to our fellow Canadians as well. This is an industry that we should be proud of as Canadians, we should be proud of as a nation. Uh, we most certainly are as a province, and we should be working uh, wholeheartedly towards ensuring uh, that we are providing energy security and food security uh, for the people that we represent in this province, the people uh, that are our fellow Canadians across this nation. But I would take it to a, a next level where the continental energy security should be of paramount concern uh, for all of us that live on this continent. If, if we're not going to uh, pay attention and work towards that continental energy security, who on earth do you think will? And there is a question that I think all of us in North America should be asking ourselves when we wake up each and every morning. And last question, you get to keep the coveralls? I don't know. They have my name on them, so I'm hoping so. Yeah. And what are you going to use them for? Oh, I'm going to use them when I go combining. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Premier. Take care. Premier Scott Moe. It's our pleasure. Thank you, sir, for the time. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks for all you do. Hi, it's Kalina from Sheepskin Loft. Visit the Feel Good Store where wellness, comfort, and style align. If you have foot, leg, or back pain, Vionic Footwear can help you with OrthoHeal technology. The built-in arch support can be found in every pair of sandals, slippers, sneakers, runners, heels, flats, and more. We carry unique gifts and natural footwear for everyone from babies to adults. We also have a nice selection of cotton pajamas and robes. Visit our store in Lloydminster, just east of the Esso Truck Stop, or shop online and we'll ship to you. Sheepskinloft.com, because we care. In Touch Massage in downtown Lloydminster can help with stress and overall health. For those daily aches and pains, muscle disorders, mental wellness and relaxation, try In Touch Massage. Working with other health providers, artists and her team will work to enhance your overall well-being and get you mobile again. From anxiety to whiplash and more, trust In Touch Massage in Lloydminster. And direct billing is available. For local massage therapy that offers more than 60 years combined experience and gives back to their community, call In Touch Massage, 780-871. At Diamond 7 Meats, we work with local farm families to provide a high-quality product and a great selection for you. Try our mouth-watering smokies, pulled pork, roast beef, and more. Made pure and natural with no additives or fillers. We offer custom processing, and our experienced team works for you to provide a selection of sausage, burgers, and jerkies made to your specifications. Take your grilling to the next level with a Yoder smoker. Complete the grilling experience with a Canadian-made, award-winning line of House Q barbecue sauces. We're locally owned and operated, and we look forward to seeing you today. Holy blaze, it's hot out here. Jeremiah, my boy, fetch me a drink of water. Does your water taste like it's from the 1800s? Thinking water treatment? Think Superior Water. We carry a wide range of equipment, and our bottled water is $3 a jug. Superior Water, Lloydminster, where customers are always satisfied. Yeehaw! You love a Superior Water, boy? So we have come over to uh, North Battleford today, and we are lucky enough to get a little conversation here with the President and CEO of Strathcona Resources, Mr. Rob Morgan. So, Mr. Morgan, thank you so much. It's really appreciated that you take some time for us. My pleasure. Thank you. So uh, I'm assuming the invitation went out to Scott Moe last week at the Heavy Oil Show. You're sitting next to each other at supper, and, and uh, or is this something that's been in the work for, for a while? Well, uh, Premier Moe had a chance to meet, uh, so uh, Strathcona is owned by the Waters Energy Fund, and, and one of our directors, Henry Hager, 
uh, has a lot of political connections into the U.S. And when Premier Mo was on one of his last uh, tours to Washington, trying to advocate, obviously, for Canadian energy and Saskatchewan energy uh, in the U.S., uh, Henry was able to provide him with a, uh, some uh, talking tips, if you will, or some guidance on how to navigate the world of politics in the U.S. And Premier Mo was, was very uh, grateful for that, and, and we also invited him that chance to come up and see some of our operations here in Saskatchewan. So where did you take the, the Premier? Where, where did you guys tour today? So we went up to uh, so Strathcona in uh, the end of August, uh, closed the transaction of Serafina Energy Limited. Uh, Serafina's assets are focused in uh, Saskatchewan near the town of Miota. Uh, there's four separate facilities there, including a brand new rail terminal where Saskatchewan oil is being railed down to uh, the customers in the U.S., uh, particularly on the U.S. Gulf Coast. Uh, a lot of the refineries there do need Saskatchewan and Canadian oil, and uh, this is uh, unique for the province in terms of being able to rail that oil directly to the customers uh, versus putting it into a pipeline network and allow it getting mixed up with other uh, components in the pipeline. And so we took him to one of our Miota facilities, uh, allowed him to see how that facility was designed with energy efficiency in mind. So every bit of energy that we would generate, we can then reuse. We preheat water using waste energy uh, and as well as how mu much of the emissions, as, as, as Premier Mo has, has highlighted before, are contained within the facility. Uh, it's not often you can go to an oil facility like that and there's no odor in the air whatsoever. So uh, that's a real testament to this type of development. Uh, and to highlight the technology, it's very unique for Saskatchewan reservoirs. It was developed in Saskatchewan. Uh, I call it small-scale uh, thermal SAGD operations. 10,000 barrel-a-day facilities that you can replicate and put in wherever your reservoir is. Uh, and, and it's just worked very well. So we toured around that facility. And then to our Hamlin Rail Terminal, uh, again, where we take that oil and we deliver it directly to customers in the U.S., U.S. refiners uh, that have always craved and wanted Canadian energy, and we're happy to be able to deliver that to them. Uh, last week, you're in Lloydminster, and today with the Premier, uh, just hearing him speak, there's a lot of positivity. A lot of people left the Lloydminster Heavy Oil Show with a positive feeling. Um, just talk about your relationship with the Saskatchewan government and how that leads to the positivity. If, does that make sense? Absolutely. I, I, I have always, uh, working with the Saskatchewan government has always been a pleasure. Uh, the, the, there is people you can talk to, whether it's the regulator or on the fiscal side, you can pick up a phone and talk to somebody and you can work through problems. Uh, and that just makes for a, and a very efficient uh, area that we would love to invest and continue to invest in. Um, it, just great people to work with. The employees that we have from Saskatchewan, uh, awesome employees. Uh, it's just a very good province and, and about a, a third of our production is in the province of Saskatchewan. That's not by accident. It's actually very, very intentional. Um, to me, the enthusiasm is really directly related to Canada coming back into a leadership role when it comes to energy. Back earlier in my career, uh, Canadian technology, Canadian expertise was, was sought all over the world. Uh, I knew engineers that would be all over the Middle East, Uzbekistan, uh, Vietnam, bringing that expertise to their oil production. I think you will see us start to refill that role, the expertise in Canada, and, and not only the expertise, but the excellent quality and, and very, very environmentally responsible uh, energy production that we have that can meet the needs of the rest of the world. You were asked about growth, and uh, the Premier kind of mentioned that he's put some pressure on you when it comes to uh, growth. That's the good kind of pressure, isn't it? Oh, ab ab absolutely. Uh, ab being a producer in Saskatchewan that uh, the province would like us to grow is always being a very positive position to be in. Uh, you know, we as a company have grown uh, since I joined the company uh, I would say since the company was formed two and a half years ago, we've grown to almost tenfold in size. So growth is very much a part of who we are, and we look forward to growing uh, in, in many jurisdictions, including the province of Saskatchewan. 
Rob, is, is labor shortage the biggest issue right now facing all oil companies and Strathcona Resources? Uh, I, I would say supply chain in general and, and labor shortage is, is, is tied to that. Uh, but I, I think we are able to and we're starting to be able to attract uh, new individuals to the industry again. Uh, I think you're not seeing the massive growth in the industry on, on a project-by-project project basis. A lot of the growth happens like what we're doing, consolidating, uh, bringing companies together. Uh, but with a bit of a longer-term perspective, uh, I, I think that uh, you know we are looking at can we fill that position. There's a level of cooperation among the companies that, that I've never seen before. We're competitors, but at the same time, we're recognizing that the health of this industry uh, and the health of this uh, to the support of energy needs across the world relies on cooperation. And the company is actually starting to cooperate more and more. Not about I can outgrow you or I can become uh, larger than you, that we can actually cooperate. And, and I think that will create an environment for, for people to say, I think I can have a longer term career in this industry. And, and, and that is really attractive to people. You mentioned at the heavy oil show last week that Strathcona is going to grow. You're continuing to grow. Is the supply chain what is holding you back though? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. Uh, our growth, again, for the most part, has been by acquiring other companies with, with a small right. degree of internal growth. Uh, the, the supply chain, I, I think uh, we have a, a group now very, very dedicated to that supply chain piece of our business. And, and I think it's just planning long and planning much more. And again, that uh, I think uh, attributes towards the fact that we would think we will have a good industry for people down the road because we have to plan longer term. Most of our projects take a long time to, to basically execute execute and get into operation. Uh, so we can't just uh, fly by the seat of our pants. We have to actually plan well, well into the future. And that leads to a more sustainable company. I know you have to catch a flight. So I'll ask you one more question. You mentioned uh, growth and, uh, and the future. Um, are, we're in an upswing right now. Do you see this being a long-term upswing? Do you see this, this positivity lasting? It's 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 a cyclic industry, right? So we, we've and I've been through multiple cycles in my career, uh, but but what's different about this one is over the last twenty five years we've sort of forgotten that uh, a lot of the energy has been produced and and is is owned in regimes that can be rather unstable. And all of a sudden, one of them went a bit unstable, yeah. and I think that shocked everybody. Uh, so the fact that energy security now is going to be part of that conversation, I think it's going to be important to people where their energy comes from, not just necessarily how much they have to put, where does my energy come from? And I think that will put us into a longer period here of, of, of stronger energy prices. There will be volatility, absolutely. And the fact that uh, there's been so lack of investment over, over such a long period of time, probably back to 2014, 2015, so you're looking at seven years. Of, of lack of investment. It, it, it will take a long time and, and will we ever get back to that level where the supply will outlast demand and, and we'll have you know, these, these, these long-term cycles. So I think it's going to be a healthy environment. I, I, I would say healthy is the right word uh, for all parties involved, consumers and users of energy and at the same time the producers of energy. Thank you for your time. No, my pleasure. Thank you.